I'm Tracy Bingaman. I'm a full-time working mom of five who got sick, burned out, quit my job, and now I teach women how to mom smarter, not harder. The pressures of modern motherhood are intense. You're a busy working mom juggling all the balls and living in fear of dropping the exact wrong one. Here you'll find the tools you've been searching for to confidently prioritize your life and optimize your ability to rock all the hats that you choose to wear. I'll show you how to break through your limiting beliefs so you'll have more time and more money than you know what to do with. Because even in the busiest seasons of life, you can grow to master your money, own your time, and be the mom with all the margin. This is Fulfilled as a Mom. If you are looking to connect with other moms on a quest to find fulfillment, head on over and join our exclusive community on Facebook, the Fulfilled Moms Club, where you'll find support, all the mom hacks, and the warm embrace of knowing that you are not alone in your struggles. It's the mom groups where positivity reigns, you can bounce ideas off other moms, and share your own knowledge, tips, and tricks with others. We'd love to have you join us. The link is waiting for you in the show notes. If you could have all the time in the world or all the money, which would you choose? Today, we're going to unpack what it means to define your currency. Is it time or is it money? How can you tell and what can you do if you realize that you've been prioritizing the wrong one? There was a time in my life where I valued money more than time. It was early in our marriage and we had set some very specific financial goals and we were focused. I'm talking singularly focused on meeting those goals. Our budget was bare bones. We were in the process of finding our footing in marriage and we were doing the Dave Ramsey beans and rice, rice and beans approach to paying off debt. We were working hard to get our mortgage paid off so that we'd never have another house payment again. We wanted to be free of all debt, including our mortgage in a big way. I was working as a surgery PA and I was working hard. I had a productivity bonus where the more I billed in surgery first assist fees, the more I made. Our big boys were way younger then and they were in before and after care and in summer camp. Dan was commuting an hour away and so was I in opposite directions. This meant that the kids were often the first kids dropped off at before care and the last kids picked up at after care. Dan was working to move up in his company. Uh, He made some moves and he was doing some consulting. And my productivity bonus had me saying yes to surgeries everywhere from 2 a.m. on a Saturday night to 5 p.m. on a Thursday evening. The more we earned, the bigger our payments to pay down our mortgage. This continued for a couple of years. I got a new job closer to home and in a bigger health network. My productivity bonus stayed behind, but what I did do was pick up a per diem position. If you aren't in healthcare, this is essentially a position where you work as needed. So I was covering hospital call to be available if cases went to the OR in the evenings or weekends and making extra money for that time, kind of like overtime. I was picking up extra 12 hour shifts. And the reason that I was doing this, earning all of this extra money was actually because I was trying to buy myself time. So you see, when I got my new job in healthcare at this great big organization, I was already pregnant with Colby, which meant that four months into my time with them, I was planning to take a three month maternity leave. I had 12 hours of paid time off banked at that time. So essentially, 
all but the first day and a half of my maternity leave was unpaid. Actually, I, I did have a little short-term disability that paid me a portion of my income for the first, I think, six weeks after my C-section, plus my whopping 12 hours of PTO. All in all, it wasn't much. So I worked like a madwoman to cover maternity leave. I wanted to be able to not lose ground on our debt payoff plan while I was on leave. I wanted money in savings just in case something happened to the baby or to me during delivery so that we'd have extra padding. Essentially, I wanted to be able to afford to take the time off to spend time with my newborn baby and not stress about money, so I worked. During that season, I valued money and the flexibility and leave that it would afford me more than time. So we had to schedule my baby shower on a weekend that I wasn't working back-to-back 12-hour shifts on Saturday and Sunday because I was working so much. So time marched on, and sometime between that phase of life where money was the number one thing that we worried about, and when I got super burned out and quit my job, it had stopped being about money. I wish I could tell you that there was some moment of clarity, some catalyst that changed, But I realized when my job was asking me to give more and more and more that it wasn't worth it. There was no amount of money that they could pay me to make it worthwhile to spend that many hours at work, have no boundaries and no say. So I started being about time. I have heard a couple people say at this point in my life, or you couldn't pay me enough to work overnight or take call. And those people have stopped prioritizing money and started prioritizing their time. So take a moment to think about whether you want to prioritize money or time. Now, if your current currency is money, whether that's because you wanna reach some specific financial goals, you are in a position where that's a necessity or if by choice, that's absolutely okay. It's important to know and embrace and be okay with that being the priority at this time. Now, if your currency is money and you want it to be time, what can you do about that? Maybe you have some financial hurdles that you need to overcome before you have the ability to make time your currency. Maybe you have to decide if the lifestyle that you've been living is at odds with your goals for your life. Take a look at your calendar, take a look at your budget, talk to your partner, Tell them and see if they feel the same. Start taking small steps to prioritize time. Set boundaries, delete things from your schedule that aren't bringing you joy. Changing the paradigm through which you see the world might include big shifts like changing careers, moving and prioritizing your life, relationships and calendars differently. But all of that starts with identifying that you want to change the paradigm. You have to start where you are and address and realize that this is what you've been doing and decide that you want to do something, that you want something to be different. Now, if your currency is time, great, but don't stop there. Are you spending as much time as you'd like with yourself, your partner, your friends? Are you spending more time than you'd like at work? How can you make those changes happen? If you already feel like you're doing well in this area, are there ways that you can optimize? Do you feel really great about where you are? And if the answer is yes, awesome. Also, when it comes to time, there is this consideration of quality and quantity. 
So quality time trumps more hours near my kids distracted on my phone every time. So is the time that you've been spent being present? Is it quality time? One of my very first interviews on this show was with my girlfriend, Tara Bouchard. She is a dear friend and a kick-ass surgery PA and a mentor of mine in life and motherhood. When I was returning from maternity leave, Tara shared with me that as a working mom, quality time is more important than the quantity of time we spend with our kids because we love to work and we love what we do and we love our families and we can take control over the quality of time by being present, focused, and where our feet are planted. The goal is not to be perfectly present 100% of the time. The goal is to be more intentional, more present, to grow alongside your kids and show up for them and to be there when you are there. We all know that feeling of getting home from work, having served everyone else, gone to meeting, answered emails, chatted with coworkers, served clients or patients, and then we get home and we want to zone out. We want to pick up our phone and scroll while we stir dinner. But when we do that, we're missing out. Whether by being distracted by technology or thoughts in our own head, we are missing out on the opportunity to look into the eyes of those we love most and ask them and focus on, listen to, and care about how their day was. Busy working mom. I used to wear it like a badge of honor. Then I realized that I was drowning in to-dos and running around like a lunatic, all because this key piece was missing. I wasn't clear on what my deeply held values were. And when everything's important, nothing is important. Now that I've done the work and figured out what I value most, it makes life so much easier. Those core values serve as the compass for the direction of my life, and they inform my heck yes and my hell no responses to each and every opportunity. I've taken the process to curate core values and boiled it down into three simple steps. I've laid out the exact process to gain clarity so you can start applying your deeply held values to day-to-day -day life. To start living a purpose-driven life full of what you love and void of all that other shit, download your core value curator today. The link's waiting for you in the show notes. So here are three tangible steps to take if you are feeling like you haven't been prioritizing your time and you want to be. Number one, take an inventory of your financial situation. So you're going to take an inventory, check your debt balances, your account balances, your retirement savings. Make an accounting of everything that you own, things that have a real value that you can check, and you're going to gather up all of that information about all of your assets and also all of the information about debts, loans, car payments, mortgage balances, all of it. Put the assets on the left-hand side of the paper and the debts on the right. When you look at it, what you own minus what you owe is your net worth. So you're gonna look at the columns. Are they even or massively lopsided? And what can you do about that? If money has been a priority and you're doing great, celebrate that. If money has been a priority because it's a necessity, can you do some work to improve that situation, even if it's gonna cost you time in the short term? That short-term sacrifice can open up doors in the future to have more flexibility with your time. If you are really looking to tighten up your budget, check out my money saving guide. It's 12 ways to save $15,000 this year. You can download it at tracybingaman.com save. Seriously, if you don't like where you are, 
money-wise, financially, today is the day to take steps to change that. Otherwise, you'll be in the same spot next week, next month, or next year. Tangible tip number two is to audit your calendar. Look at your calendar. What items make you feel great? What items do you dread? What things are taking over your calendar that you wish weren't there at all? What are some things that you can edit out of your life and free up time? I have a second free download for you. Um, It's four ways to reclaim your calendar. Just shoot me an email to hello at fulfilledasamom.com and I'll send you over this guide. It'll go into detail. Your time is yours. I want you to shift your mindset to one that means it's yours to share, spend, or give away as you see fit. If you can get into your head that the automatic answer is no to any requests for time, or honestly, for money for that matter, and that if you're gonna say yes, you have to make sure it's right for you. Start saying yes to only those things that are in alignment with your values. As my friend Jen Hatmaker says, if it's not a hell yes, it's a no. Make sure that the yeses that you give are hell yeses. Tangible tip number three, do a gut check. Schedule some time, even five to 10 minutes to do a little gut check. How do you feel about your life? Is there anything gnawing at you and bothering you? Do you feel terrible, okay, good, great, or incredible? And if you can, try to figure out what is making you feel that way. Spend some time sitting with your feelings. Yes, I too hate that part. Don't wallow or get too bogged down in the details. Just do a quick check and see how you're feeling. If there are things bothering you, don't get lost in the weeds of creating a master plan to 180 degree turn everything in your life around and upside down. Simply identify two to three steps that you can take now to improve things. The greatest news of all, you have the ability to redefine your currency and change the paradigm through which you see the world. You get to write the future of your story. You get to change your circumstances based on the choices that you make today, which is magical and terrifying, incredible, and also heavy. I'm so glad to be walking alongside you in this journey to become fulfilled as a mom. I hope that this show and this episode has brought you a little bit of something that you can take with you, but also just the fact that as you're moving through your day, as you're moving through life, think about both your time and your money. Think about what you're prioritizing and know that if you haven't felt great about the way that you've been prioritizing, that you get to change that. So I will see you next time on Fulfilled as a Mom. I'm doing a victory dance right now because you did it. You took the time to tune in, to reach for a better life, and to take care of you. Did our time together go by way too fast for anyone else? Head to fulfilledasamom.com for show notes and all the discount codes from today's show. You now have the tools and knowledge to change your life. Go blaze your trail, take that step, make the shift, and do the work to create fulfillment in your life today.